You're listening to the Freedom Podcast with Mary and Shelley. Okay. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Um, you are listening to the Freedom Podcast with Shelley and Mary. Um, my name is Mary and my name is Shelley. Hey, Shelly. So we we took a little bit of time um, away, but we are now back. And this is episode eight. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> um, this is episode eight. And um, eight is new beginnings. So, oh my God, this has been amazing. <laughs> so, um, we are going to talk about today. Uh, we've gone through a couple. We went through posture of restoration. We went through fate and trust. Um, today, the title is um, um, Judge, Don't Judge, But Love. Don't Judge, But Love. Don't Judge, But Love. Um there are, there's so many just different scenarios with that. But even as we were talking behind the scenes, I was talking behind the scenes with Shelly about what the next episode would look like. Um, this topic came up, judging. And um, judging comes in different forms and different environments and different arenas. So what we will attempt to do today is to give you a the biblical because again from our faith-based um, beliefs we want to give you the biblical standard of what judging looks like what has the lord said about judging and then we want to give you the biblical standpoint of what love would look like um and then maybe just go into some life scenarios of what judging would look like and what um, love would look like, just to give a, a very rounded view. And then um, let's see what the Lord takes us from there. So that said, um, let's start from the biblical standpoint of what judging is. But before I get started, Shelley, um, what brought you to the point of this title, Don't Judge But Love. How did you get here? That that has always been like my motto, so to speak, you know, um, as far as uh, not judging. There are certain aspects of it that we're going to get into where, you know, judging is okay, but it's in a, a form of another word. Um, but, you know, if God is love, then what should we be doing? We should be. We should be loving. Loving. Yes. Yes. And not judging. You know, I had a pastor tell me years ago that if you're pointing a finger at me, you got three fingers and a thumb pointing back at you. <laughs> so good. So good. So good. Um, and in, in fact, there's a verse where it says, um, and that's Luke, um, six, 
to Luke chapter six, where it says, how can you say to your brother, um, let me take the speck out of your eye when you yourself don't even see the log in your own eye? Yeah. Yeah. When you did that, I was like, yeah, that's totally that verse. So yeah. Um, so absolutely. Let's get started. Let's get started. So judging, what does judging look like in the word of God? What does that look like? Um, if we go into Matthew 7, verses 1 and 5, the first um, verse 1 says, judge not that you be not judged, for, judge, for with the judgment you pronounce, you will be judged, and with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Mm -hmm. Um, Shelly, talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah, um, that, 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 that can get pretty heavy because, you know, you, okay, let's, let's just say we were sinners saved by grace. Yes. And in that, and even though God is God himself has made us righteous. We haven't made ourselves righteous. God himself made us righteous. We were born in a sinful world and we are going to make mistakes. Yeah. I don't care who you are. You're going to make a mistake. Okay. Absolutely. And when you are pointing that mistake out. Mm -hmm. Okay. You best be making sure that you're not in the same boat they are in. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because mm. you've got that, you've got that plank in your eye now and you're not seeing it. All right. So don't be beaten on somebody with it. Yeah. And um, thank you. That that is is excellent. I think another thing when I think about being judged is um there's so many people that are going through secret storms right now. And if we were to judge on appearance and everything on paper looks absolutely amazing, but secretly they're going through, um, we make judgments on that. And when it's your turn to have empathy, when it's your turn to seek compassion, it yeah. says the same measure that you used would be measured back to you. And that's why we have to be so careful when it comes to judgment because um, often we are judging by appearances. We don't yeah. have the full story. We don't understand, or we don't even have the relationship with that person to truly get what it takes for them to see what we see in front of us. So um, yeah, yeah. It's, we, we, we just have to be, especially nowadays when so many people are going through so much, oh, yes. we just have to be so careful as to judging and, and measure. We have to learn, especially in this season, measure our words, measure our words. Let's be careful of what we are saying to people because it. It's taking so much for them to be normal or to seem normal or to seem happy. And we don't understand that sometimes our judgmental words are triggers for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, you know. Yeah. I, I love this. I love 
the um, the way they put uh, Matthew seven uh, one through five in the Message translation, and it says, mm. "Don't pick on people mm. and jump on their failures and criticize their faults, unless, of course, you want the same treatment." Mm. That's good. That, That's that good. Critical spirit has a way of boomeranging. It's easy to see a smudge on your neighbor's face and be oblivious to the ugly sneer on your own. Do you have the nerve to say, let me wash your face for you when your own face is distorted by contempt? Love the passion translation. That's, that's so good. That, that's, that just brings it home. That, that's, that's big. I mean, that's big when you put it that way. You know, don't pick on people. Don't jump on their failures. You know, do, do you want people picking on you and jumping on yeah. your failures? No, yeah. no, yeah. that's not what Christ called us to do or to be. And I would say to you, even as you were describing that, the one thing that came to me was a, a bullying spirit mm-hmm. that, you know, you you're you're quick to get the washcloth to wash the smear the the speck on your face on someone else's face when you have a smear that you don't want to change in fact you're saying i'm telling you you need i need to help you so it's almost like you're imposing your opinion or your judgment on someone else uh, irregardless of what emotional scars you might be causing yeah yeah and and it it could be hurting the person even more yeah even more i i mean we're not called to hurt people no you know we're called to help people and heal people and when those people get healed then they'll want to heal other people you know and yeah. and that that's what we should be doing in the body of Christ. Yeah, yeah. And, should and be. It, <laughs> should be. Yeah. In theory, that's if if we were going by the biblical standards, that is the goal. Um, it God calls us to love Him, and then to love each other. That's with right. the same love. And especially as leaders, that's something that he almost hardwires us to do, to to love the way he loves, to see people the way he sees them. And when and if we're taking that posture, we can't judge. That's because right. it says in Romans 1, therefore, there's no condemnation in to those who are in Christ Jesus. So he's not condemning us. So if he, God, person that made sun, moon, stars, universe, you know, he's kind of important. If he's not condemning us. <laughs> the whole thing caboodle. Yes. Yeah, he kind of created you, you know, your parents, you know, he's kind of important. Um if he's not condemning us, we don't have the right to condemn others. Or ourselves. There you go. That part. That part. He said in John 13, 34, he says, I give you a new commandment. I give you a new commandment. And you just said it just a little while ago, Mary. You said, love one another as I have loved you. Yeah. 
That way, they will know that you are my disciples. That way, they will know that you are mine by your love. Come on, come on, come on. And here's the thing. He didn't say, he didn't say they will know you are mine by your words. Come on. He didn't say they will know you are mine by the way you dress. Speak it. He said he didn't say you, they will know you are mine according to how much you spent. Say it. Okay. He said that they will know that you are mine because of the love that you showed the love. Last time I checked, love doesn't have a price tag. Yeah. And it can be given freely. Last uh-huh. time I checked, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but that's so important because there's love being shown in other ways from other sources. And God is saying in his word that the only way we can identify as Christ's disciples is that they would know us the way we treat each other with love. I love that verse. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, when we talk about love, we said, don't judge, but love. Um, what comes to mind to me is um, 1 Corinthians 13. Mm-hmm. And it goes to verse four, love is patient, love is kind, love does not envy, is not arrogant, it is not rude, it does not insist in on its own way, it is not irritable, it's not or resentful, it does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices with truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. In verse eight, it says, love never ends. Mm-hmm. Now, when we go back to the verse that said that they would know they, the people who are not saved, the people who are looking into the world, they said they will know us by our love. It's telling us love is patient, love is kind, love does not envy or boastful. Now, here's the thing. We live in a world that's completely opposite of what I just described. Mm-hmm. That we barely have patience for each other. We barely are kind to each other. We are very quick to be envious or boastful. You know, we're very quick to be irritable if we don't get our way. Mm -hmm. So how do we walk the word where we said they will know us by our love? What are the things, what are the things that we can do to actually walk out that word? Well, let, let, let's look at the, the woman at the well for a minute, mm. just for a minute, okay? Yeah, yeah. When Jesus stepped by and started having a conversation with her, mm-hmm. you know, he said, give me a drink. He, he, mm. he wasn't after the drink, he was after her. Mm. Come on, come and, on. And, and come he on. knew everything about her life, but yet he, he didn't throw her in the well. He talked with her by the well, and she began to see the love that Christ was exuberating towards her. Yeah. yeah. And she yeah. ended up evangelizing her whole city 
you exactly. know, and just love the Lord's. Let me let me show you the man who knew everything about me and still exactly. loved me. That's the point. That's the point right there. And I go back to um I go back to when just the salvation message alone. God knew mm-hmm. all about our lives. He knew he gave us a free will. He knew that we would mess up. Yet mm-hmm. he died on the cross for our sins. Yet he shed his blood for us. Yes. Yet he went after us, the prodigals, because we all had prodigal um, things happen to us in our lives. That's right. Yet, just like he went after the woman in the well. Mm-hmm. He knew his sto- her story, but he was talking to her about a drink. If, if she knew the drink, if she knew the person she was talking to, that that person could provide her a drink that she would never be thirsty again. He didn't go after her mistakes. He didn't go after the fact that she had multiple husbands. She didn't go after, he was talking about who he was and who he could be to her. That's right. And that was Jesus's way of saying, hey, I know you screwed up. I know you're not perfect, but not only do I love you, I want you close to me. Yes. Think about that for, as you guys are listening for a moment, think about that. When God first found you, you weren't perfect and you had no idea how to fix what was happening, but yet you felt the love of God through a person. Someone told you the story. Someone told you the salvation story and it got you just like that woman in the well. It got you interested in finding out about this unconditional love. Mm -hmm. The reason why we're doing this podcast about don't judge, but love. There's so many people that have been judged by religion to a point that they would not accept a loving Christ because they haven't seen it. And we want to make sure that you understand that the Christ that we speak about does not judge you, does not judge you. Shelly, go ahead, because I've spoken too much. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) This this is really good, Mary. I mean, uh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Um, So anyway, you had talked about, you know, how do we show that kind of love? I'm just going to give you a practical example. I stopped for coffee one time. Well, I stopped for coffee a lot of times, but this particular (laughs) probably more times than once. (laughs) Um, I went to cash out to, to buy my coffee and probably more times than not, I've paid for the person's coffee behind me. And I remember one particular time, this poor woman, she was behind me and um, she had a cup of coffee and she had a breakfast sandwich and she had to make up her mind what to put back. And so she was right behind me. And I said to the cashier, I said, 
pay, I want to pay for mine, but I want to pay for her breakfast sandwich and her coffee. And that I did that. I didn't tell her I was going to do it. I just did it. And she went up to the, the cashier as I was walking out and she ran up to me. She said, you paid for my coffee and my breakfast sandwich. Thank you so much. She says, I didn't know what to do. I haven't had anything to eat in three days. Mm. I just had enough money for a coffee or a sandwich. Mm. And my heart, my heart broke. Yeah. Heart yeah. Broke. yeah. And, and I said, oh, I'm so, you know, I said, God knows what you need. He Amen. knows what you need. Amen. You know? And so I prayed with her for, for a little while. And she, she just, she just walked out of that just so hopeful, you yeah. know, so yeah. hopeful. Yeah. And did she, did she believe in God? Um, she said she believed in God. Mm. So, you know, I can't judge. I'm not going to judge that. I'm not going to touch that. No. She, no. she believed in God. Okay. That's it. And she, the smile on her face, by the time we were done, I was like, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. you know, wow. He, okay. How many times, especially in New York City, have you passed a homeless person? And it's sad how um, it doesn't even bother us anymore. It's sad yeah. how we just, we can walk right past it and not even think about it. In fact, be scared mm -hmm. because we don't know if that person is, has the ability to assault us or attack us, or, you know, but when I listen to stories like this is there's a point that we become obedient mm -hmm. because as Christians, as lovers of Christ, followers of Christ, we have what's called Holy Spirit. And there are times where Holy Spirit will tell us to do something that makes absolutely no sense, but we're obedient. And in those times, that's when God is able to show his love to someone that we don't know or someone that needed help, but couldn't verbalize it. And I wanna take a moment for our listeners to say, if we can stop for a moment and say, God, use me like that. Because especially with the recession, especially as many people have lost jobs, they've lost people, they've lost their homes, they're in dire straits and they're hungry and they're like, I have to make a choice. Could it be that God can use you to buy that sandwich? Or it could be a carton of eggs. Mm -hmm. Or it could be something so simple. Because that's how we show love to a dying world. Amen. Amen. Because that's how we show love. Because they're not, they're not in a place. They're not in a church. So we can't hug them. We can, but we could show it through small acts of kindness. Maybe is at the gas station and Holy Spirit says, pay for that tank of gas. Mm -hmm. 
maybe you don't know, but I just want, the reason why we're even doing this is the less judging that happens, the more people see God's love, the yeah. more people come into the kingdom. Yeah, yeah. And and to Mary, I just want to say this, is that, you know, the last part of 1 Corinthians 13, it says faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of these is love. And so, you know, in a different translation, it says, trust steadily in God. Now we did a podcast about faith and trust, which means the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. So, so it says, trust steadily in God, have faith steadily in God, hope unswervingly and love extravagantly. Mm. And the best That's of good. these the best of these three is love. Wow. Love extravagantly. Wow. Wow. That's so good. That's so good. Yeah. Extravagant is over and above. Yes. Extravagant is it's like, okay, you can have an abundance, but now extravagant means you don't have enough room. Yeah. Yeah. And that sandwich meant more to her than anything in the world at that point in time. Exactly. Exactly. I didn't and you, know her story. I didn't know anything about this woman. No. I just knew that she was she she was a regular looking woman and she was had a coffee in one hand and I saw her pick up the sandwich and I put it seen her put it down and I seen her and she was doing this thing and so I just said no I'm just I'm just I, Lord spoke to me and said buy it and I didn't know yeah. she had in three days I didn't know anything yeah. about her yeah but the Lord did yeah yeah, yeah. The Lord oh. did. And all glory goes to him I was just obedient Amen. I just yeah. Amen. Mm -hmm. I, you know, even when you just said that, I think about Haggai and yeah. I think about Ishmael and, and eventually when Isaac came into the picture, they were sent out of the house and it's in Genesis where one of God's name, Elroy, the God who sees. Yes. And it's when you just said that, it's like, you didn't know, but God knew and God exactly. saw what her dilemma was. And could we be, could we be so open to the Lord that we can be his eyes? What he sees, we see. Yeah. And it, could that be how God uses us today? Or even this evening with the fam with our families yeah. or with our friends? Could we be his eyes? Could we be his feet? Could we be his hands? Because really. That's what his love looks like Amen. to a dying world. Amen. Amen. That's what it looks like. So when we think about judging before you judge your coworker, who's always irritable, before you judge your family member who seems to be coming to you with the same problem again and again and again. Uh, uh. <laughs> before we do before we judge the person that cuts us off. Could we today ask God for his eyes? Yes. Allow him, allow him to show us what's really going on. So 
they might not receive the love, but we can pray. We can bring them to prayer. Amen. Go ahead, Shelly. Go ahead. Amen. Amen. And you know what? They probably, some of them have probably not even seen the love of the Lord in, in so long that they had probably forgotten what that looks like. Yeah. So, yeah. so when you're showing the extravagant love, they may not receive it. They may think, oh, something's up here. You know, why, why is she or he or she doing this for me? You know, um, and they may not receive it, but at least you made, at least you planted, you planted something in this person. Yeah. yeah. The love of the Lord inside this person. And, 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 you know what, maybe it's not for us to, you know, to bring them to that point, but we were obedient to the Lord. And I'll tell you more times than not, if you put forth effort and buying somebody a sandwich that you don't know, or buying groceries for some, or buying a tank of gas for somebody that speaks volumes. Yeah. A lot of times you don't even have to say anything. Yeah. You know, yeah. just do it. And it speaks volumes. Yeah. It's so true. And and here's the thing, people, when the when in the word where it says that they, you know, they will they will see the signs, the wonders, the miracles, the yeah. signs and wonders and the miracles. It's to attract them, is to attract the unsaved to say, okay, this God that they're talking about is real because I can see it. Yes. And when you were saying, when you were saying that that's, those are the tangible things, they might not remember your name, but they will remember the action. What you did, yes. Mm -hmm. They might not remember what you look like, but they'll remember this God that they talked about, but mm -hmm. ga put gas in my tank that I might not never have had. And yeah. that, that I think more than the healings, more than getting slain in the spirit, more than the tongues, people remember that. And if we can connect those actions to Jesus, they get a little closer to finding him. Amen. Yeah. And and to be honest with you, that's the whole goal. Mm -hmm. That's the whole. That's the whole reason we do the things that we do. So that being said, not judging, what does love look like in the Bible? What does love look like in real life? What are our takeaways, Shelley? What what are the things that we going forward? that we could be very intentional about in doing? Well, let's, let's look at the fruits of the spirit for a little bit. Let's yeah. look at Galatians 5, 22 to 23. What fruit are you showing? Are you showing love, joy, peace, patience is a big one, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control? Are you showing that? when you go out in public or even in your own home are you are you seeking the 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 peace of the lord which surpasses all understanding in a chaotic world where somebody is so 
so upset and so out of control, don't know where their where their next meal is coming from, and you're there and you're exhibiting peace and you're saying, "Okay, let me help you. Calm down. Let me help you. Let me help you. Let 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 me let me put some food in your belly, and then I want to tell you about the Lord." Okay, yeah. because yeah. it's not me doing it; it's the Holy Spirit. It's the yeah. Because the Lord put that kind of love in us, Mary, the the love of the Lord, his heart, our heart is his home. Mm, Can you say that one more time, please? Our, our heart is the Lord's home. It's his home. So good. Uh, So good. (laughs) That's so good. That, that we could be an hour just on that. (laughs) probably a lot longer but you know that 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 we could go a lot longer but i Mm -hmm. i want it wow that's so good our heart is his home yeah it does and 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 it the question is does he feel comfortable there exactly how are you treating your home you know how are you treating your home Come on now. Yes. Oh, that's so good. That's his heart. His heart. Yes. His, heart. Your heart is mm-hmm. his home. Oh, that's yes. so good. That's so good. Wow. Um that said, and it's funny when you were reading the fruits of the spirit, you go back to Corinthians um 13, 1 Corinthians yeah. 13, and it you could see the parallels. Yeah. Patience kindness you could see the parallels because that's what love exhibits that's what you see in love exactly so wow wow i think we've we've given enough evidence of what judging looks like and what love looks like here so i think what our takeaways are one of the takeaways is let's be intentional going forward let's make it so that before we judge or we before we become critical of anything and anyone, we ask for God's eyes. Amen. We're all guilty. Mm-hmm. We're all guilty at one point. And I say, could we love people a little bit more? Mm. Can we be quiet enough to want to hear their story before we judge. So I think that would be a takeaway for me. That's good. And yeah, any That's... anything else, Shelly? No, I, I mean hey, I, I mean as long as we are exuberating or extravagantly loving, you you, you can't lose because our Lord is extravagant in his love. Yeah, he is. He is. And the closer you get, the more you get to feel it, the more you get to experience it. So, wow, that's so good. Um, I think we can stop right there. I think we can stop right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think we can stop right there. First of all, if you've made it this far, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening.
We're so appreciative. Um, I didn't do it at the beginning, but I want to thank all our new Spotify listeners, number one. Um, And we want to just thank you for sharing. Oh my God, we're just so thankful for that. Um, Know that we are available for you in for prayer our facebook page is the freedom podcast with shelly and mary if you send a dm know that we would pray for you know that we will cover you in prayer um on that note i just want to thank everyone who's been listening everyone who's been sharing we we love you guys so much but god loves you so much more and that said, my name is Mary and and my name is Shelly. And you have been listening to the Freedom Podcast with Shelly and Mary. Have a blessed day, afternoon, and evening. Speak to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this broadcast. If this was an encouragement to you, please feel free to subscribe, leave a review, and share with your friends. To stay connected to us, reach out to us on social media. We would love to hear your feedback. On Facebook, we're at The Freedom Podcast with Shelly and Mary. On Instagram, the Freedom Podcast 2022. We look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, stay encouraged.